Hello and welcome. My name is Kyle Nielsen, and this is How You Level Up, a podcast where I ask questions to help you become your best self. Today we ask, how can you give or receive feedback? Thus far, we've unpacked what feedback is, how it works, and the most common and effective form of feedback, the SBI model. Now we ask how to give it and receive it effectively. Starting off with giving it, the first thing that you should know is that you're likely really bad at giving feedback. Unless you've spent conscious time practicing the SBI model and learning about feedback and its impact, you're probably horrible at it, though don't worry, it's not entirely your fault. The reason for this is the distinction that we made between feedback and advice. There's a little advice monster inside of you that doesn't know the difference between feedback and advice. So most of the time, you give advice instead of feedback. The advice monster believes you're better than the other person that you speak to. The advice monster says this person isn't smart enough, wise enough, resilient enough, capable enough, competent enough, courageous enough, original, moral, generous, or trustworthy enough. And once they hear your feedback, the advice monster thinks they'll improve, they'll learn. The mistake, of course, of this little monster is that it's giving advice and not feedback. The term advice monster comes from Michael Bungay Stainer's book, The Coaching Habit. Stainer uses the term advice monster to refer to the tendency many people have to jump in and offer advice or solutions too quickly without fully understanding the problem or allowing the other person to think and come up with their own solutions. Stainer emphasizes the importance of asking questions to facilitate more effective coaching and leadership conversations. The same applies to feedback. The advice monster is mean, mostly out of ignorance. So by learning how to give feedback, you'll recognize when your advice monster is coming out. Now a starting point for giving feedback is that If the person you're giving feedback to doesn't respect you, there's no point in giving feedback because they're going to take your feedback as advice and they're not going to listen. If the person does respect you, then we're off to a great start. Before diving into feedback, you must, again must, establish a proper environment, one that facilitates open communication. You have the first ingredient of respect, which means this person trusts you. And so to create an open environment and achieve that space where it is free of judgment or retaliation, you need to set the stage. In order to set the stage for feedback, ensure that there are three things. One, the timing is right. This means that feedback should be given or requested when the recipient is mentally prepared to take it on. This includes informing the recipient of the feedback that you want to have a feedback conversation. You do this before the conversation starts so that the recipient of the feedback can mentally prepare for that conversation. Two, there is mutual understanding of the purpose of the feedback. Both parties should understand that the goal is improvement and growth. You do this both before the feedback conversation and during the feedback conversation. So before the conversation, when informing the other person, say something along the lines of, 
I'd like to have a feedback meeting with you about Situation X. The feedback I will give you will continue to support your growth. Or something like, I'm going to give you some feedback in this meeting so that you can continue to develop into the strong and capable person that I believe you are. Now three, the conversation is encouraging. You need this. Ideally, feedback should be delivered in a private and non-threatening environment using the SBI model. In this way, you remove judgment from other people about the feedback. You allow the recipient of said feedback to see from a new perspective what it is that needs to continue or be changed. And you meet the expectation of the feedback recipient that you are there to help and support their development. Giving feedback, whether it is to a friend, a family member, coworker, whomever, should always be done with respect and empathy. So here's a common process. Begin with positive feedback. Start by acknowledging the person's efforts or the aspects that they have done well. This is often referred to as the feedback sandwich. It also supports the mutual understanding of the purpose of the feedback by celebrating their work. You can be specific and focus on their behavior. This is where the SBI model comes into play. You are objective when talking about the situation, are non-judgmental when illuminating the behaviors, and are explicit in not assigning blame for the impact. This means you are not making the impact or the behavior about the individual's character. It's about a behavior that they can change. And reach actionable suggestions. Make your feedback useful by suggesting how the situation could be improved. This means that at the end of the SPI model, you can provide suggestions. Or, if this feedback session is a true coaching moment, ask the person what are some of the alternative behaviors or actions they can enact to change the impact. So now that you know what it looks like to give feedback, what about receiving it? This is one of, if not the, hardest things to do. That is, to receive feedback and incorporate it into behaviors moving forward. Why? Because it's challenging to hear someone tell you, hey, this thing that you're doing is impacting others, and I want to point that out to you. Normally, this is not how you will receive feedback. Again, normally, feedback is given to you as an advice monster, and it's tough to translate it for yourself. Of course, here are some tips to take what you receive and incorporate it. The first tip is mindful listening. Pay full attention to what the other person is saying and resist any immediate urge to interrupt or defend yourself. This is especially hard if the person who is giving you feedback doesn't know how to give feedback effectively, and instead their advice monster is blabbing away. Two, ask for clarification. If you don't understand a part of the feedback, ask for more information. The beauty of knowing how to give feedback is that when you receive it, should it not be in the SBI model or format, You can ask questions and guide the person who is providing you with this information through the SBI model. Three, show appreciation. Even if you don't agree with the feedback, thank the other person for their time and thoughts. The purpose of showing appreciation is one, to practice gratitude on your end. Two, with gratitude, you subconsciously open yourself up a little more and reduce any inherent defenses. And three, you show the person that is giving you feedback that you are open to receiving 
this feedback, and that can go a long way. And the last tip is that reflect on any action plan. Reflecting means, yes, you take the time to think on the feedback and decide what steps you can take for improving your behaviors. It also means before the end of the feedback conversation, reflect back what it is or what you think is the action plan for moving forward, now having received this feedback. If you are unable or do not want to reflect in the moment, let the person know who has provided you with the feedback that you'll follow up with them after thinking about this some more. Feedback is a two-way street, and the wrong approach can lead to miscommunication or conflict. So while we've covered what to do when giving and receiving, here is an explicit short list of what to avoid. Avoid this when giving feedback. That is being vague, delivering feedback in public, failing to offer practical solutions. And what to avoid when receiving feedback is getting defensive, interrupting the feedback giver, not asking clarifying questions when needed, dismissing feedback without consideration, and taking the feedback personally. Easier said than done, right? Whether giving or receiving, feedback is an art. It takes time to master this art, so start giving or asking for feedback on small things. This way you'll be better equipped for the bigger feedback conversations. The point here is to practice, practice, practice. If we're going to have a world where communication is paramount, feedback is a large part of that conversation. And it's one of the best ways, if not the most encouraging and supportive way, to grow and develop. As people, friends, lovers, employees, managers, parents, and whatever other title you want to swap in. So, when was the last time that you received feedback? How do you think you received it? What of that feedback did you incorporate into future behaviors? And when was the last time you gave feedback to someone? What was it about? And how did it sound? Thank you for listening to another episode. If you're enjoying the show, open up the app you're listening to this on and hit the like or subscribe button and give a five-star rating. At least twice a week, you'll find a new episode asking you a new question so you can strengthen your emotional independence, improve your communication skills, and upgrade your personal philosophy. So if there's a question you'd like me to dive into next, send it to any of these social media accounts connected in the show notes here. This is all about how you level up.